Well, good afternoon and welcome to episode 218 of the Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. All right, folks, you know the routine by now. I've got news articles to talk about and hopefully you guys will call in and help me discuss them. Uh, as always, if you're not up for making a call into the show, well, you can type stuff out in the chat box and I'll try to respond to it best to I can. I'll respond to it best that I can, rather. Um, <laughs> I see we're starting to get some people in the OG army showing up. Uh, Zionian, uh, Grace, and Homelander are already here. I assume the rest of you guys are probably going to show up later in the show. That's how it normally works out. Uh, let's see. For me, it was a good day. Uh, working uh as you guys know i work week weekends uh it's getting pretty slow at work but i still have the og to entertain me so it's not that bad uh and leg day in the morning uh not a bad one though since it's a deload week for me so it was a pretty light workout um which and i've mentioned before i don't like deload weeks because it makes it feels like a it's a waste of a workout i realize there's a theory and strategy uh, to this entire rest in your body uh so it can grow and all this good stuff but regardless it doesn't make me feel good about it <laughs> If I'm going to take the time to do it, I want to at least get some effort out of it. Oh, Wolf Castle just showed up. So, yes, basically uh, everyone's here. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping you guys are having a good night. I'm watching fights. The uh, turns out the uh, UFC card tonight started super early, and they're already uh, three quarters of the way through the prelim fights. Uh, and then at 7 o'clock, the main card will go on. Uh, for everyone that listens to that is into MMA, uh, you should probably stick around after this show. Uh, Sly Dog normally does a fight companion, so I expect uh, that will be up uh, and they'll be doing the main card uh, unless it's up already. That might, that might be where some of you are. Uh, yeah, uh, so I've been watching the fights, which is fun for me because I don't get a chance to watch them that often. Uh, I normally go to bed way before you, the, pre the prelims even start, much less the, the main card. Um, so I got to watch my first uh, fight in quite a while, although I just realized that it was on like a half hour ago <laughs> i well i i actually knew it was supposed to start at like uh four o'clock or some shit like that but about a half hour ago was the uh first chance i had to go and turn uh tune it in so i just watched a three-round uh, fight between uh jack strickland and jake marsh or jack marsh i can't remember which uh which strickland beat the piss out of him for three rounds uh Vanilla Ice just said, shout outs to my caveman that don't practice and live backwards. I don't know what that means. It sounds profound, though. <laughs> uh, so uh, for any of you that are into the MMA, what do you think about the main uh, uh, fight for tonight? Anderson Silva versus Uriah Hall. Um, uh, Vanilla Ice asked if the uh, main event is at five. Uh, depends what time your uh, zone you're in, my friend. Uh, for me, the, the main card starts at seven, so the main the um, main event will probably probably be around nine o'clock or so. Will be my guess, but you never know. It really depends on how the other fights go. Um, and Homelander answers my question with dog shit. Yeah, I don't like the fight at all. I, I really, really wish uh, Anderson Silva had retired like five or six fights ago. I think it is, and uh, it, it shouldn't be any kind of a hard fight for Uriah Hall. That would have been an inch with Uriah Hall in the right headspace and Anderson, excuse me, Anderson Silva in his prime. That would make an interesting fight. I think Anderson Silva would win, but it'd be an interesting fight. Uh, now it's just a mismatch. Uh, unless some magical fairy comes along and, you know, uh, sprinkles fairy dust on Anderson Silva that returns him to his old speed uh, and power, 
um, this isn't going to be much of a fight. Uh, on the other hand, uh, Uriah Hulk only shows up to fight about half the time. The other time, the other half the time he decides he doesn't really want to be in that ring. And he doesn't really want to fight people for a living. <laughs> and it's really, really, really frustrating to watch because he's got all the tools to be a, a really great fighter, but sometimes he just refuses to use them. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, Wolf Castle said Anderson needs his win bad. It's supposed to be his last fight, so I guess it doesn't really matter either way. Although, from what I've read, technically he has one more fight on his contract after this. So even though he's calling this his retirement fight, he could base technically ask for another one after this so you never know if he just like makes a hail mary uh fucking comeback uh and like manages to beat your eye he might ask for another fight that was the onion bet 500 fake dollars on hall uh, playing our uh mma fantasy game that we have um which i'm doing well i i'm sure i just jinxed myself by saying that but it's not been a bad season for me so far I'm doing okay in both the leagues. Not having a great th- a betting year, but that's my betting style. It just means like that. I won't lose much money, but uh, unless I get lucky on one of my parlays, I also don't make a lot of money. So some seasons I barely just break even. Then I'm like, well, once every two or three seasons, I'll get uh, I'll hit a ridiculous parlay and make end up making uh, uh, ten or twenty or thirty thousand for the season. And Homelander mentioned it's just down to the four of us. Yeah, so which is sad because I I like the MMA Playground uh, over the Fight Picks app. The Fight Picks app's uh, easy, and we're only doing the main card. But uh, there is something to be said for doing the whole card and also doing betting on it as well. It depends. Sometimes you get you get bored with fucking half and a fuck with it every week. When I first started doing first started doing fantasy MMA, there is an event like once a month, like occasionally you'll get one, like two in the same month, like two weeks apart. But for most part, the MMA events were like once a month. Um, so at that level, it wasn't a big deal picking out a card. You know, uh, you had a whole month to research them. Um, now with, with them having cards every fucking week, it's come sometimes, sometimes it's a chore to pick out like, uh, what the 10 to 12 fights that they normally have, uh, especially with them running so many events, uh, and they have way more fighters than they used to. So there's more fighters to keep track of. Um, so basically what I'm saying is I really, really enjoyed uh, playing fantasy MMA back in like 2009 or something like that when, when I first started playing it. I mean, I, I started watching MMA before that, but uh, actually, you know what? I think, fuck, 2007 or something like that, I think was when I was playing fantasy MMA because the UFC site itself used to have one. Uh, and that was a lot more fun. Now there's so many people, it's hard to keep track of everything. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of times I'm like the preliminary cards. I look at their records and make a decision from there of having never seen either of them fight. And that, that that's, a, I suppose, a, a one way you can do it, but it doesn't make me feel real proud when I win that way. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was just looking at their records and figured I have no clue who they fought or even seen them fight. So it's just an, an uneducated guess at best. And, you know, who feels who who feels proud about being right on an uneducated guest? But yeah, and Homelander said uh, uh, mentioned that most people aren't don't share my feelings, and just having a main card one is fine. And yeah, in a lot of ways, I, I do like just doing the main card. I kind of just wish they had fantasy betting for the uh, fight picks one as well. That would uh, make it a little more fun for me. 
<laughs> I'm not going to repeat Vanilla comment on how he makes his picks. <laughs> uh, shit. All right, well, if you guys aren't going to call in about any of that shit, I might as well uh, uh, find a topic to talk about, right? Let's see. What do we got here tonight? Um, hmm, no. Uh, the Philippines evacuates nearly one million as the world's strongest 2020 typhoon approaches. That doesn't sound good at all, does it? Uh, officials have evacuated almost a million residents in the southern part of the Philippines' main island of Lazan as a Category 5 storm, the world's strongest this year, makes landfall on Sunday. Uh, Typhoon Goni, uh, with 133 mile per hour sustained winds oof, and gusts of up to 164 miles an hour, holy fuck, will bring violent winds. Yeah, we could figure that. And strong rains, uh, state weather and disaster officials said. Um... Wow, it's among the strongest typhoons to hit Philippines since Haiyan, which killed more than 6,300 people in 2013. Um, holy shit. So they're basically trying to evacuate like a million people out of that area. Um, and my thought to that is, holy, you, you, so basically they're saying they, they get hit by like, you know, world destroying hurricanes every five to 10 years. Um, that's that's fucking crazy. Obviously, you can't just move an entire island nation away, but uh, fuck living there, dude. <laughs> I if I if I was rich and I had the money to live wherever I want, I would have my reservations about living anywhere like on uh, the Florida coast or like the the coast there, anywhere around that, like Louisiana, um, well, basically all the uh, Gulf Coast states because of all hurricanes and shit like that. Um, it seems like you're rolling the dice on mother nature being kind to you. And, and there's all kinds of places that have that, you know, like California, uh, they have earthquakes and wildfires and shit like that. <clears throat> and occasional mudslides from what I understand. Um, but, uh, so that's always dicey. Um, and like I said, most of the Gulf coast uh, states have uh, hurricane issues. Um, a lot along with, uh, the east side of florida and even up to the carolinas a little bit although i don't get, think they get fucked with it nearly as bad as like the gulf coast states um i've uh, i'd like to visit them someday and vacation there but i'm not sure if i'd want to have like a, a permanent residence anywhere like on the coast and if you're you know if i was rich and moving around places like obviously the coast is where you'd want to be from what i understand um i don't know i it, i guess if you have insurance, that's one way to look at it. Although I assume insurance is really fucking expensive <laughs> uh, in those areas. Um, so I'd be disinclined. Uh, then, of course, you have like the entire uh, Midwest of the country that has uh, fun issues with tur tornadoes, you know, entire Hurricane Alley uh, shit. Michigan doesn't really have that. We are at the very, very edge of Hurricane Alley, but we get, fuck maybe three or four t tornadoes of significance in Michigan a year. And they're normally like in the boonies and never hit anything. It's pretty rare for there to be any kind of significant damage from a tornado. Not like Oklahoma where, you know, they sweep the fucking state and pick up cows and shit like that all the time. Uh, yeah, I've seen Twister. I know the, that great documentary. You guys should check it out by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, captain says he's born in the Gulf, uh, but resides in the East love Florida. Hurricanes suck though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Homelander pointed out here in the great state of Michigan, we also have snow. Yeah, I, that's not like really a, like a natural disaster. However, that is a really good reason not to fucking live here. Um, 
I would because I'm sick of it, dude. <laughs> For those of you who are uh, lucky enough to have never lived in a snow state, um, when you hear uh, the snow state people complain about it, it probably doesn't seem like such a big deal to you. And obviously, this is stuff that we've been dealing with our whole life. So in certain ways, it's not a big deal to us as, uh, as well. But some of the, just the shit that you don't think about. Obviously, uh, what you think about when it snows, you got to do stuff like clear off your driveway and, you know, and, and your porch and all stuff. And obviously, when you people talk about snow, you think about the shitty weather conditions and drive trying to drive this uh, to wherever you need to go in conditions that you really shouldn't be driving in. Um so and those are all big things too, but then there's just all the little bullshit about living, you know, in a cold environment. Uh, you know, you're walking outside, you walk outside and fucking it's cold. <laughs> I know that seems like an obvious thing to say, but you know, uh, I know people that have never been in what in temperatures that were under like 50 degrees in their life. Uh, so, uh, to step out in a crisp, uh, night uh, air when it's like 15 below fucking <laughs> that's quite the thing. Um, and I realize it's different for everybody. I probably wouldn't do well in like Florida in the middle of the summer. It probably makes Michigan summer look like, you know, uh, a nice spring breeze. Uh, but, uh, yeah, winter's just not fun. Uh, mostly I'll be honest with you. Mostly it's the driving thing that, that, that bothers me the most. Um, it's just such a pain in the ass. I, I, and honestly, um, it's one of those things I stress out about. I'm lucky enough to not work during part of the winter, but there's, you know, like for example, this season, my last day is December 20th. I guarantee you there will be snow before fucking December 20th. Uh, and whether or not it lands on work days or if, whether or not it's significant enough to fuck up driving, uh, yet to be seen. But basically I'm going to spend the next month or so month and a half, uh, worried about snow every time I go to fucking bed. Or, or have it happen when I'm at work, which is even more fun uh, in certain ways. Although I would rather drive in the snow during the daylight than at night. <laughs> That's just adding insult to injury. Um, and if once again, for people that have never been in that type of environment, yeah, there's snow on the ground. So you think, you know, that's, uh, the main problem. So you know, getting stuck in the snow and which it is, but you also have to worry about not being able to stop, which is a bigger problem. Uh, especially if you get any kind of like uh, freezing rain or anything like that on top of the snow or underneath it or but just lots of snow it will will make it a problem if there's enough snow on the ground that your tires can't cut through it to get to the pa pavement you've got a lot less traction uh it's easier to get stuck it's a lot easier to slide when you're trying to stop but then there's little things that you don't think about for example if it snows enough to coat the road you can't see the fucking lines anymore you know, you don't know what, sometimes you'll pull down a road. You don't know what lane you're in. You're not even hundred percent sure you're on the fucking road. You might be on the shoulder. Uh, you might be over too much in that other guy's lane. You won't know until you see somebody coming and find out. Uh, and, uh, and yes, people will drive on it. You can see people's tracks. Uh, sometimes, sometimes you are the first fucking person. Sometimes it's snowing so bad that it, unless there's people driving through it constantly, a couple minutes after they drive back, drive by rather the, uh, tracks fill and you can't see them anymore uh so for me that's always been uh a scary thing i've uh it's less of a problem than it used to be because i've worked at the same place for so long uh and taken the same route uh so many days that i have it pretty much memorized if i can't see where the lines are on the road i still have a good idea where they're at so like i might be off on the shoulder or i might uh, be in the other guy's lane a little bit but i know i'm not going to drive off the fucking road into a ditch or something because you can't see any of the lines and it's dark and shitty um 
But um, Homelander saying he gets he's had a lot hotter winters. And he still gets a shitload of snow. Yeah, well, dude, like I said, it, it's, I'm not complaining as in oh my god, life sucks in Michigan because because uh, it snows. I'm complaining as in you know, hey, I'm trying to fill time on this fucking show. It's something to talk about, so I'll tell you guys how much winter fucking sucks. <laughs> you guys can all feel awesome about your non-winter stuff. Um, but there are advantages uh, just because uh, went, uh, Michigan does have winters like that. We don't have to worry about the ridiculous insect problems that some of the southern states have. Uh, I am not a fan of insects at all. Oh, I was like, I got something stuck in my teeth. Hmm. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of insects at all. Um, of course, we have insects up in here in Michigan, and you get into some of the northern climates, uh, excuse me, northern parts of the state, uh, so it can, the insects can get pretty fierce, especially on the water and you know, um, mosquitoes are never fun. Although, although mosquitoes don't really bother me all that much. It's gotta be a really extreme mosquito, uh, situation. Um, apparently I don't taste good. <laughs> I always used to joke, uh, the reason mosquitoes didn't bother with me is because I was so bony. They try to stick their little thing in and get, they'd get all bruised on the bone and they go away and tell their friends that I wasn't any good to eat. Um, But anyways, let me see what else we want to talk about today. Uh, uh, yeah. Moral of the story, hurricanes suck. Uh, let's see, not that one. Indian doctor duped into buying Aladdin's lamp for $41,600. Wow. Uh, okay, as always, guys, keep in mind that uh, I just read the headlines and then store the story to talk to you guys about. So I haven't read any of this shit. So sometimes it's a good story. Sometimes it's not. We learn together. Um, two men have been arrested in the Indian state of Uttar Pradesh for allegedly duping a doctor into buying an Aladdin's lamp. They promised would bring him wealth and health. Uh, as part of the con, they even pretended to conjure up spirits from the lamp in line with the tale from Ara the Arabian Nights in the media reports. <laughs> The men had reportedly wanted more than $200,000 for the lamp, but settled for a down payment of $41,600. A third female suspect is at large. Yeah, because, you know, I guarantee you, uh, if anytime you trick somebody out of large amounts of money, there's normally a woman involved. <laughs> We're gullible that way. Uh, the doctor reportedly filed a complaint with the local pol police in uh, Mirat, uh, western Utah, Pradesh, earlier this week. Uh in the complaint quoted by NDTV, he said he met two men when he began treating a woman he understood to be their mother over the course of a month. Uh, gradually, they started telling me about a Baba, which parentheses God man, who they claimed also visited their home. Uh, they started brainwashing me and asked me to meet this Baba, uh, he says, according to NDTV. He did then meet the Baba who seemed to perform such rituals. Okay, so getting weird. Uh, he also reportedly said that during one visit, Aladdin actually made an appearance in front of me. Uh, it was only later he realized one of the accused had been dressing up as the iconic figure. <laughs> this guy's a doctor, by the way. Uh, other reports in Indian media suggest that the suspects pretended to conjure up a genie to convince the doctor of the lab's authenticity. Um <laughs> Uh, the, the men eventually offered him the lamp, promising it would bring him wealth, health, and good fortune for $201,000, but settled for a down payment of $41,000. Uh, so, um, 
Anyone buy want to buy a lens lamp? I can sell it to you for way fucking less than forty one thousand dollars. Oh, by the way, look you have to look up the article because you should see a picture of it. It looks like a fucking tinfoil piece. <laughs> Come on, they, they didn't even try very hard. It's it's not, it's not very lens lampy looking. Um, do you? Uh, and think about that. That dude's a doctor. It didn't say what kind of doctor he was, but he's a doctor, which means he he is an educated person who, uh, after his high school career, took additional education. Um, fuck. Yeah, I, I want to know his name. I don't want to go to him in case he ever moves to America and starts uh, takes up practice here. Holy shit. Oh, you guys are watching the fights now, by the way? Uh, so if you want, you guys want to call in, we can talk about fights. Where the fuck you at, Homelander? You're not drunk enough to call in yet, I assume? <laughs> Ah, Sly Dog's calling. What up, Sly? Damn, the fight started. Yeah, yeah well, it's the prelims. The, the, main, the, the main card starts at 7 o'clock. Oh, yeah, I'm almost back, but not yet, so... Well, there you go. It sounds like you should be able to do the main card anyway, so that, which is the important part anyways. Um, yeah, they made an early card, so like they started the prelims at 4 o'clock. Yeah, I wanted to change one of my picks was all, but you know, I was going to change the round in the main event, and there was one other one I, I was thinking about changing. Oh, well, you probably locked now. Do you think I got time since the main card hasn't started? No, no. I think once the event starts, at least for play, MMA Playground, once the event starts at all, the entire card's locked. All right. It just was, I wanted to hit you up. Can you advertise? I, I, I think I'm doing a fight companion. Oh fuck yeah! You guys, yeah, Sly Dogs doing a fight companion. You guys, but actually, I already mentioned it once already when we started off. That I thought you're gonna be doing one. So make sure you look up Sly Dogs fight companion once the show is over here. Uh, it might nice. take him a minute or two, but uh, give a give him a listen. It's always a good time. Um, I might even try to give a call if I can get this get it in before between uh, you know my meal and going to bed. <laughs> yeah, I'll fire it up after your definitely after the OGL is over. And oh, fire it up now, man. Competition probably, quality, right? <laughs> yes, maybe is Rainer. If I, if, can you post on the OGL thread and, so that and tell Tenor and Drag to show up? Drag, sure I mean, we'll, um, I'm, sure, I'm sure Wolf Castle will be more than happy to do that. Or if not, I, I'll try to do it once. Uh, once I'm out of here, uh, I can't really fuck with it right now, though. <laughs> and Captain okay. said he'll tune in. Well, there you go. All yeah, right, yeah, I'm gonna I, think, I think you're listening anyways. All right, I got to call someone, so I'm going to let you go. See ya. All right, thanks for calling, Sly. Okay, you guys heard him, man. Make sure you go check out his Fight Companion after we're done here. Um, speaking of Fight Companion, what are they looking at? Oh, they're doing highlights now, huh? Like kind of a weird highlight to be shown. It's a highlight of Anderson Silver getting, getting, getting... No, is that Anderson Silver? No, it's not. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what I'm watching here. Oh, yeah, that is, I guess. I forgot he had a beard for a little while. <laughs> That fucked me up. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Okay, what do we got? Uh, yeah, uh, Captain said, I realized it's Anderson. He, I, I couldn't get a good look at him, and he had a beard. And I totally forgot he did, like, evil, evil Anderson Silver beard for a while. Uh, let's see. Okay, what was we want to talk about? <sighs> we were talking about Florida before, so this is probably a, um, an appropriate article. A Florida man. And, okay, let's stop for a second there. How many articles have you read that started with a Florida man and then ended with crazy shit? I mean, think about it. 
just the opening of Florida, man, you know it's going to be fucking some crazy shit, dude. It's like, are you, can't you feel the anticipation building? You know it's going to be fucking crazy. There's no way it can't be crazy. It's an article that opens with a Florida, man. And so here we go. This, this is... All right, where did it go? Sorry, I lost it for a second. Uh, ah, there we go. A Florida man was scalped by a Black Panther after he paid $150 for an illegal full contact experience at a backyard animal sanctuary. Hmm. That's delicious. Yeah, it didn't disappoint at all, did it? All right. <laughs> a Florida man was mauled by a Black Panther uh, during a $150 full contact experience at a backyard enclosure near Fort Lauderdale, Florida, according to the local media. Uh, Dwight Turner's injuries from the attack, which happened on August 31st, were so bad that his scalp was left hanging from his head and his right ear was torn in half. Uh, the leopard, who was owned by a Florida local, Mike Poggy, who, according to his social media pages, runs an annual sanctuary for rare and endangered animals in his backyard. <laughs> Poggy has admitted that he was illegally charging people for contact experiences with the leopard. Uh, he was also charged with a lot of full contact with a dangerous animal. Uh, yeah. So basically, um, what this guy, he paid, Turner paid $150 to play with, take pictures, and rub the belly of a Black Panther. <laughs> Upon entering the enclosure behind Poggy's home, Turner was attacked by the large cat, leaving, leaving him with gruesome injuries. Uh, yeah. The 50-year-old had to spend a week in the emergency room due to the injuries he suffered. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, obviously, the uh, guy who um, was running that place needs to be charged. That's ridiculous. You can't be doing that shit. I really hope this other guy doesn't try to sue him or some shit like that because he 100% got what he deserved. You, I, uh, I'm going to pay you $150 so I, I can rub your pants around its belly. Uh <laughs> And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sure I know the guy probably told him it was perfectly safe. You shouldn't believe that guy. I mean, no rational person should go, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. He said it'll be perfectly safe for me to go in there and fucking, uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, guys, that's what it's going to be like for the rest of the night. It is fucking, you know, uh, Halloween, and our tr trick or treat time is between six and seven here. So, <laughs> so it's uh, going to be nothing but dogs barking at trick, and treat trick or treaters uh, for the next half hour or so. Oh, I try. Oh, hello. What can I do for you today, Michael? You're on, sir. Go for it. You can do it. Hello. Hello. Is anybody there? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Shimon. <laughs> it is Michael. Hey, how you doing, him? Because this is Thriller. Thriller night. <laughs> I did need to did you miss me? Did you miss did. me, Passive J? I did. I heard that. Well, you know, I heard all kinds of rumors, rumors Michael. No, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I was really concerned about you. Uh, tell don't, me what happened, sir. Listen, don't worry about those rumors. It's all bullshit. I beat the allegations in court. But oh. <laughs> you know what? what? This is a thriller. A thriller night. And you know what? Halloween fell on the weekend. Me and ghetto boys are trick or treating, robbing little kids for bags, telling them back up behind our ass. <laughs> I love it. I'm free. Michael's throwing a little freestyle out there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, Halloween isn't the ho- holiday for me that it used to be. As a kid, I really enjoyed Halloween quite a bit. Uh, growing up as a grumpy old man now, that's not quite so much. Um, oh, did we lose your mic? I guess we possibly did. It sounded like he dropped his phone. He was too busy <laughs> in to uh, keep a hold of it, I guess. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I used to love Halloween when I was a kid, you know, entire costumes and all that candy and all that good shit. Um, but it really is a uh, holiday for the children for the most part. Um, I, although I will not lie, I did appreciate holidays in Halloween, excuse me, in my 20s to early 30s for the bar scene and parties and stuff like that because Halloween is an awesome excuse for women to dress totally slutty and even ones that you don't normally see do it that way too it's like halloween's like their free pass and it's a lovely thing uh i've been to a couple few holiday halloween parties that uh uh, i saw things best not mentioned here in the family show (laughs) uh wolf castle says i've got the best costume of us all no i don't actually uh as i mentioned before the wookie costume was kind of a disappointment the uh um, suit itself was okay. The, the hair is a lot thinner than you would think, uh, looking at the, looking at it in pictures, but, you know, uh, but the, um, mask itself was a huge disappointment. Uh, if you, um, <laughs> no, I know it's not movie quality. Uh, it's supposed to be though. It was expensive. Like the entire outfit was like 320 bucks or some, or some shit like that. Uh, but the mask is huge, like gigantic. It's actually the size of uh, Chewbacca's head. Unfortunately, there's nothing inside of that mask to keep it formed properly. Uh, so when you put it on, your head's swimming in it, and your eyes are nowhere near the eye holes. So like, there's no, you know, it's so impossible to see. I did the best that I could, which was like filling out the back of the uh, mask behind my head to try to pull the mask backwards. You know, like. So like I, for example, I tried wearing a hat backwards to push out the back. So it, it pulled the front end closer, but that didn't work that well. I tried like taking newspapers and stuffing it back there and it worked, um, poorly at best. So basically I couldn't see shit out of it. And, uh, that's no fun at all. You, 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 uh, you don't realize how much you rely on seeing stuff until you can't, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, there were, uh, recalling their holiday uh why do they keep on saying holiday they keep on uh, they are recalling their halloween party experiences on the chat box uh, so uh i can imagine they had probably had some good ones as well and vanilla ice ask if we're at parties that were wilder than your guest yesterday no <laughs> no I, i'm not going to try to make that claim uh for those that weren't listening yesterday we had Dominique Dangeron, also known as Sister Steel, uh, who is a professional uh, fetish provider, provider, excuse me, and a uh, dominatrix and a cool person. In addition to being like a uh, black belt in jujitsu and like uh, owning a whole bunch of titles and trophies and all that good shit. So, so she really knows how to hurt a person. So, <laughs> but she was a nice person. She really was. I enjoyed talking with her for an hour. Uh, uh, she gave me a completely different perspective on what she does and, and why she does it. So it was a learning experience as well. Oh, someone says, uh, at least I had the proper height for the Wookiee suit. Actually, no, I didn't. Because believe it or not, uh, f- there is an official Wookiee uh, suit uh, thing. 
<laughs> uh, I, you guys are probably familiar with this, but for those who are not, there's like a group of people that cosplay uh, Star Wars, basically. Um, like there's like they call themselves the something or not something. I, you know, I can't remember the name or any of that, or any of that shit. But there's an official group that basically cosplays uh, Star Wars. And to the point where you, if you want to be part of their official group, your costume has to meet certain perimeters and they have certain perimeters for like their stormtrooper costumes. They have to look this, that, and that for this costume. It's got to look this, that, and that. And for their Wookiee costume, the, basically the, the, to have an official one, your Wookiee costume has to be, I think like seven foot or seven foot one tall. And clearly I am, while I'm very tall, I am not seven feet tall. It's <laughs> probably closer to six, seven or so. However, uh, just for shits and giggles, not because I was worried about joining their little group because my uh, suit actually didn't qualify in several other ways, uh, but for shits and giggles, I went out and ordered a pair of uh, platform shoes, uh, which was uh, a five-inch boost. (laughs) Uh, And first off, by the way, it's hard to find platform shoes in size 13 or or 14 uh, because apparently they think if you are have that big of a feet you have no need for platform shoes which in normal cases are is correct obviously i do not but for this in this case i wanted them and it took a lot of searching around to find a, a pair of platform su- shoes that would fit me um so i uh so i took the platform shoes and i put like the wookie feet over them and then went from there uh which is why if you see me in any of my wookie costumes i look ridiculously tall it's because i am uh, i mean six foot seven that means five foot inch i put me right around seven foot maybe seven one maybe which is exactly where the where you're supposed to be for a Wookiee costume. <sighs> Anyways, uh, Wolf Castle says I look four inches taller than a six eight doorway. Well, uh, Wolf, that's uh, I am pretty tall, but the, and those are normal sized uh, doorways. Someone else mentioned they thought they might be shorter. Uh, that's just a camera camera angle because I'm just someone's taking a picture of me from below me, so it, it changes the angle to make it look like I'm actually taller than the door. I am not. I'm close enough to the, I'm tall, almost as tall as the door. Like I can get up on my tippy toes and push my head on top of a doorway. Uh, but no, normally I don't actually have to, uh, uh, duck for that kind of shit. Other shit. Yeah. Like trailer parks are my fucking nemesis. Fucking. I hate it. I hate what those little dinky, uh, you know, single wide trailer things. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I've hit my head on all kinds of shit. Shit. I've knocked myself out. This is, uh, happened. God decades and decades ago i think i was in my in my late teens or early 20s and i walked into uh, some dude's uh uh trailer so i opened the door walk in take two steps and that's the last thing i remember i didn't pass out but like i take two steps in bam i'm on the floor it took me a second to figure out the dude had like a steel ceiling a steel ceiling fan in a trailer so so uh, i and it, it dude it hit me not like on the, on the top of my scalp it hit me like in the forehead so I don't know what this, the guy was thinking. The, the thing, the, the the fan had to be hanging there at like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, or something like that. I mean, it's not like it just brushed the top of my head. It fucking hit me good. That, fuck, that shit hurt. That's why I tell people, being tall, unless you're a professional basketball player, the only thing being tall is good for is like reaching the, the stuff at the top shelf at the grocery store. Uh, mostly being tall is just about having food not fit you excuse me, food, <laughs> to have clothes not fit you and uh, pretty much not everything not fit. You know, uh, seats aren't comfortable. Uh, you don't like traveling because you go long distances, it's uncomfortable. Um, unless you want to spend, as I mentioned, unless you want to spend a lot of money at it, clothes don't fit. Um, I, I guess there's other advantages. Like if, 
at a concert, I, uh, I rarely have to worry about people standing in front of me so I can't see. Um, so I guess that's a plus. Um, when people fart, I'm slightly less likely to smell it because I'm higher up. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to come up with uh, uh, other advantages to being tall. There's not a ton of them, really. Uh, Homelander posted, I live on the second floor of a house that has been converted into an apartment. Been out of 90 degree turn in the shitty, crappily built stairs. Oh, okay. Oh, a drunk. Uh, okay, I get it now. A uh, a drunk, drunk stone buddy was running up the stairs for Monday Night Football and he knocked himself out cold. That's probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, yeah, it's funny what happens to somebody else. Uh, when it happens to you, it's not quite as funny. Um, huh, you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, I, I haven't heard much in the way of barking again. Uh, we normally don't have a lot of kids in our neighborhood anyways. It's a dead-end street off of a main road, so there's not going to be a lot of traffic regardless except for whoever happens to be on the street. I think we have like three houses that have kids in it right now, so that might have been all of them right there. Passive J, home, Halloween homeboy. Passive J, am I out of the OG live crew? Of course you're not, buddy. Uh, I didn't ban you. <laughs> you're free to call. You're free to call in whenever you like, sir. We just haven't seen you in a couple few days. <laughs> are you guys, are you guys watching the fights still? I haven't uh, sent my TVs actually to the left of me, so I can't see what's going on unless I turn my away from my mic which uh, seems like a poor way to do the show, right? Oh, that guy looks a little bit like a uh, fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Street, Street Jesus, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, of course it is on the blind side. <laughs> which, is a, which is a bummer. If it was on my right side, I'd have a little bit better, a little bit better luck of it. What's up, Wolf Castle? Hey, I knew a little bit about this guy who's fighting, if you can imagine that. He was oh, really? this kid that... Sorry, he had a pretty good record for a little bit, and then he was going to fight Donald Cerrone, and he talked a shit ton of trash about him, and then he got wasted in the fight. Oh, which one is this? Alexander Hernandez. This, oh, okay. This we're watching right now live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know which one's which, though. Oh, he's like, in you... the black shorts with the shorter hair. Oh, okay, yeah. Beard. No tattoos, if you can imagine that. Don't see that much anymore. That's crazy. Doesn't the other guy look just a little bit like that Street Jesus guy? I can't remember his name. Must the one to knock down Askren? Yeah, Moscow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it's a cousin like or something. Looks like Mike Chiesa <laughs> too, but uh... yeah. anyway. oh, so that's so that's so that's what Hernandez's deal is. He got knocked oh, the fuck out by Shit. Well, if you'll excuse me, he just had a good performance, but uh since the cowboy fight, he won one decision and he lost the next fight after that, and well, now he's back big. He's a young looking dude too. I guess everybody pressures. looks young to me yeah. now. <laughs> 28. That's pretty young. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, dude. He looks like he's oh. fucking 12. And that's that, huh? I guess you might have been a little bit ahead of me on the feed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I hope nobody else was watching and got spoiled. Yeah. Well, you didn't say what had happened. You just went, oh, that's pretty non-descriptive. Sounds like Rogan. Mm. See a nice right kick to the face. Yeah, see, I don't have the sound on for it, obviously. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. He he he, he clearly uh, you know gauged him out, got a got a read on his uh, movements, and fucking wow, that was the end of that. He unloaded, that's for sure. 
Yep. All right. Let's see what else we got today. I I, I don't want to do the entire show. Just <laughs> going. Ooh, look, look what happened to that dude. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh, what's that doing here? Oh, okay, here we go. Here's one. Oh no, we talked about that one. God damn, we talked about that one yesterday. Why is that still up? Oh, here we go. Here's a fun one. More sex assault charges filed against adult film actor Ron Jeremy. Uh, before we even get started, dude, assaulting people for. Come on, Ron. Haven't you had enough fucking sex? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Is he guilty? <laughs> I I would Is assume so. It, there's so many people that are throwing shit at him now that you know. I, and I realize that there's you know um, innocent until proven guilty, which I'm a big fan of, and I hate seeing people uh, being tried in the in the you know public court instead of the court of law. Um, but holy shit, there's uh, this one's getting pretty intense. You know, like like Cosby intense as opposed to like uh, a lot of them where a couple people say something, no charges are ever, ever actually filed and the car- guy's career is pretty much ruined, but you know, but that's the end of it. Uh, Ron Jeremy looks like he's going, Ron Jeremy looks like he's going to fucking jail. <laughs> I just wonder how can they, how can they prove anything? He said, she said, quite literally. Yeah. Uh, I know. And that, yeah. And it does make it harder. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, cause I mean, Let's see. Seven new counts filed by the Los Angeles County's uh, district attorney's offices involve six women and go back to 1996. So fucking 24 years ago is how is how back how far back to going on some of this shit. And you can still prosecute that many years later? Shit. I, I, I thought there was a statute of limitations, but apparently not. Uh, they add to other charges uh, previously filed against Jeremy, 67, uh, whose real name is Ron Jeremy Hyatt. That wasn't much of a change. Uh, if convicted on all of the more than 30 counts, Jeremy faces a maximum possible sentence of 330 years in, to life in prison. Wow. Uh, the new charges include three counts of forcible rape, two counts of forcible oral copulation, uh-huh, and one count each of sexual battery by restraint and assault with intent to commit forcible digital penetration. Wow. Um, In all, prosecutors alleged that there were, well, in all, prosecutors alleged that there were 23 victims in in crimes from 1996 to 2020. Um, So, yeah, his lawyer says he does not deny being with some of these women, but it was consensual, uh, Goldfarb said, which is the name of the lawyer. Uh, Yeah, that's fucking crazy. And, uh, I don't know what you do with something like that, because if he's guilty of all this shit, he really needs to be fucking put in jail for the rest of his life because there's so many charges and some of them are pretty bad. But obviously the guy deserves a fair trial. Then the guy deserves not to be you know, put in jail just because people say he did something. There needs to be some sort of proof. But how do you prove yeah, something that happened 17 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago? Um, video would be- now, for some of the more recent ones, uh, like, you know, because they said uh, some of these charges are as recent as 2020, those are probably provable because I think that's probably the domino that tipped off the rest of them. Uh, but the rest of them, what do you do with it? Do you really, you know, you really get to put someone in the jail basically because someone just said so? Uh, if there's a shred of evidence, yeah, I'm all for it. But this entire, I say you commit a crime, so that means you did commit a crime thing is scary, dude. Who's who's next? You know, all it takes is someone to lie about it. If you're going to automatically believe people, you know, you've seen like several cases of that where uh, um, people accuse somebody and it ended up being like a total lie and nothing happened to the accuser at all. And the accused person's fucking career is over. You know, 
um shit look at that uh fucking stand-up comic nerdy guy uh chris hardwick um he got accused of shit by an ex-girlfriend uh and uh fucking it 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 killed his fucking career and later on you know uh it was proved completely uh, wrong uh but it didn't get him his career back i mean he's not in jail or anything like this but it still affected him negatively big time just because some bitch didn't like him and wanted to fucking bitch about him she should be in jail should not the accuser go to jail for a false false accusation especially in a real life Oh, I 100% agree with that. I think false accusations should get you the exact sentence of the crime you falsely accuse somebody of. Works for me. Yeah, that's 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 me. That's a no-brainer. And I know there are laws against you know charging people falsely, but it doesn't work like that. And I think that'd work much better. You know, uh, if they can 100% prove that you lied about all this shit, you go to jail for what you what you accused them of doing. <laughs> and uh, that would cut down on a lot of that shit, I would think. Let's hope so. Yeah. Gotta cut that shit down. Wow, Anderson Silver still has the highest uh, striking accuracy, even after his last st- five last stinker fights. That is interesting. Yeah, that's that's surprising. I wonder what it was at his best, because it's right now it's at six at uh, sixty point two percent. So I got it. Must have been an ungodly number when he was you know fighting in his prime. This is a video of him and BJ Penn together going, "You're the best." No, you're the best. <laughs> since then since that video man they've just both gone like what nine losses in a row or something yeah yeah well in- including a couple unofficial ones for bj oh <laughs> uh, yeah right Hawaii yeah get, guy. yeah 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 getting knocked out in the street come on beach yeah that one's a bummer i was never a huge bj fan because uh watching him on the ultimate fighter he seemed kind of smarmy if you know what i'm saying um yeah i i was much bigger fan of uh, jens pulver during that season and ever since then while i appreciate him as a fighter i was never a huge fan of his personality so the stuff that i've seen happen to him after his fighting career is over and his fighting career in the hawaiian bars started uh <laughs> didn't really surprise me all that much to be honest with you i read his book it sounded like a pretty normal kid yeah but, you know it, it he started out doing just uh, after-school boxing in his backyard. <laughs> just a couple dudes in gloves, and they just go at it. He did that before. He started learning some BJJ from some guy who really wasn't qualified to be teaching him. And then he got so good at that, the guy's like, you need to go to a real instructor. And that's when he went to house in San Francisco. Ah. I see Homer, Homelander says he can't stand a penny either. He's a fucking, he says, fuck that brat. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. Um <laughs> I mean, but I will give him props. I mean, you know, he's he's one of those fighters that are fighting because he wants to fight, not because he needs to fight. Uh, uh, his family is pr- apparently pretty well off, uh, so he wouldn't have to you know, pursue this uh, uh, unless, except for enjoyment, which makes it pretty impressive. Um, however, I think that's part of the problem with BJ's career because he's one of those guys that was amazing but could have been way better than he actually was if he would have put uh, the effort into it that some other people were doing. But... Being that he didn't need the money, and two that he was pretty talented, and he'd always got by on his talent uh, uh, rather than like dedication, um, which is a weird thing to say. I know he probably trains like a motherfucker when he's trained and stuff, but uh, he got the sport passed him by because he wasn't willing to put in the the fucking you know work that everyone else was. Really, he says in his book several times that everybody thinks he's a lazy trainer, and he swears to God he does not train lazy. Never does that. 
I did say for the Sarah fight, he trained kind of stupid, though. It's like he did, the first week they trained for a five-minute round, the second week they trained for a 10-minute round, and the third week they trained for a 15-minute round. He like said it's looking back, it was a pretty stupid way to do things. But again, for those big fights where he crapped out, he, he says, I swear to God, man, I train hard. I don't, I'm not lazy. <laughs> yeah, and obviously I can't verify that, but that's just the rumors that always float around. Uh, and and if, it feels like it fits with his persona. But, you know, maybe maybe we're wrong. Maybe he does work his ass off uh, every camp. He just does it inefficiently and doesn't get, and doesn't get good training out of it. Seems like he's pretty cool most of the time, but uh, everybody gets pissed. If you're on tough, <laughs> you get pissed. Yeah. Everyone's going to see that. And- yeah, but Jens Pulver is a pretty uh, mellow dude. Um, and it's and it's not like he was like super disrespectful to Jens or shit like that, but uh, his attitude toward him was kind of, you know, meh. I, I didn't enjoy it too much. I'm a big uh, Jens Pulver fan, though. Yeah, yeah. As well, you, know, you see that sometimes, just like BJ Penn and Matt, Matthews, fucking uh, that, that that motorcycle picture. <laughs> Matthews driving a motorcycle, BJ Penn ri- riding bitch in the back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now there's someone I heard who truly is a horrible pr- person. That'd be a Matt Hughes. And once again, I don't know. Never met the guy. Uh, I don't feel like I have the right to say bad shit about him, other than saying that I've he- heard other people say a lot of bad shit about him. I think a lot of these these people that uh, they get uh, this bad re- reputation. I think they may be bipolar. I can see Hughes being some, something like that. And they oh said God, have you? That, uh, his accident was he was. Have you ever himself. been on the OG and read the thread? Uh, yeah. Yes. Did you ever read Sean? the thread uh, uh, yes. that fucking McCorkle his book. did on yes. on Hughes's bio? Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking. It's better than the book is. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, I had read yeah. that whole thread, um, and then I found the book for sale at the ninety-nine cent store, and I didn't buy it because I'd already read the summary. <laughs> which, I, like I said, is probably better than the book actually is. Yeah. So, which makes Matthew sound like not a good person, just in general, um, whether he's bipolar or anything like that or not. Um, if he wrote the book himself about what a what a shitty person he is, at least he ain't lying and sugarcoating things and trying to look like a super nice guy. If he's not, well. Um, from what I understand, and once again, I haven't read the book, but from what McCorkle said about it, it's not like he was being like going, yeah, I'm a shitty person. All these things, all these shitty things that he put in the book, he doesn't think are shitty. <laughs> he thinks that's perfectly okay for him to do that. He's not being do, doing stuff, uh, being a shitty person. He's doing stuff that's okay for him to do because he's Matt Hughes. Um, so, uh, so yeah, he puts in a lot of shit that makes him look bad that he doesn't realize is making him look bad is what it is. Perhaps you are correct. I'm uh, almost always correct, sir. <laughs> that's why you got the show. Yeah, no, no, that's not, no, no, that's trust me. Uh, um, no, I'm not gonna tell you whose dick I had to suck to get this show, but trust me, <laughs> I didn't get it on my talent. Maybe it was just a big vegetable. I saw a picture. <laughs> of this, uh, oh, that's such a horrible pickle. Uh, Wolf found the picture of me uh, trying to eat a giant pickle uh, on the internet. Um, yeah, it was horrible. It's one of those big spicy pickles. I thought I was going to enjoy it, and man, oh, I, I, I put it in to take that picture. I didn't even end up biting it. Just the flavor I was getting off it with my mouth. I was like, oh Jesus fucking Christ, dude, this thing's horrible. So, 
that looked pretty Sister Steel related to me. <laughs> That's why I did it, dude. I thought it'd be After funny. You told her your height yesterday. She's like, ooh, she got all excited. Oh, that was <laughs> uh, so I'm actually Facebook friends with her now. She's a, she's a nice person. I'm sure she's went through my Facebook and been disappointed with the pictures. So I'm sure we're done with that ooh stuff. <laughs> What's going on, Sly? Well, we're talking about Matt Hughes. Oh, I, yeah. I had something to add. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I I was hanging out at an MMA event uh, with Jose Pele Landi like long, many 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 years ago when I was young, and. <laughs> You know, those two fucking hated each other. I was at the event where they supposedly had this backstage fight. And I've heard every version of this fucking fight that never happened. Okay? What happened is they pushed each other. And and Matt was like red in the face, ready to explode. He looked like Yosemite Sam. That's what I called those. You, you white boys don't know this, but when you're not around, we call you Yosemite Sam. If you get really mad, because you get red in the face. <laughs> you know, I don't. I, I can't get red no matter how much blood I push into my face. So it was. <laughs> anyway, I was there and saw every fucking thing that happened. There was no fight. Later on, they settled in Israel, and that um, you, uh, they had an MMA fight, you know, for it, but. I thought we were going to get beat down by all, you know, Hughes had a whole crew of guys from his uh, hometown there. They were all drunk as fuck. And they all had these shirts on that said, Matt Hughes, the letter L, kick ass. L apostrophe. That's a horrible shirt. And they were so fucking drunk, okay? And the, okay, Matt's fight's going on, and uh, all right, they already didn't like me to begin with. And I hear all this shit going on. Whoop him, Baba. Come on, Baba, whoop him. I think that was his dad. I was sitting right by these people. <laughs> and all of this fucking drunk entourage of these rednecks. <laughs> I love rednecks, by the way. I don't say that, you know, derogatory. You wouldn't believe how many redneck buddies I have. They're, they're fucking real, if anything. They're fun. And they're real. You always know where they stand with things. I like those guys. It, it was just uh, a complete shit show. Yeah, with all of them. I, I got the impression that Matt could be an asshole. But, th- but then again, I was young then. I was an asshole, too. We all grow up. Right, right, right. Yeah, and that must have been an uncomfortable situation, I imagine, huh? Hey, Sly, was this the tournament in Kuwait? Hello. Anybody there? I can't hear anything. No, we lost him again. Slides very in and out. Yeah, he said what he needed to say, and now he's out of here. Yeah, but probably was. No, look, we got the Greg Hardy fighting uh, for the next fight. Talking about people that we don't like. (laughs) I've been rooting for him. Yeah, yeah, I've been rooting for him to lose fucking forever, dude. He's just you know. I wouldn't call it failing upward, but uh, for being such a shitty person, he's managed to do well for himself, huh? I, I'm always against anyone whose uh, main technique is steroids. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. apparently he barely made the weight limit, too. It's a big boy. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, and, you know, don't get me wrong, I like seeing more talent in, in the heavyweight uh, um, division. And being NFL caliber athlete, even though he doesn't have a lot of the training as some of the other people in the heavyweight does, uh, his talent in general in in general will probably take him fairly far. Um, and he's been fairly smart, or at least his course manager has been fairly smart. Uh, 
they've been keeping them away from anybody that, you know, would really work them over. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's smart. There's nothing dumb about that. He has very little actual experience or training. So the longer they can keep him away from fucking like the real killers in the division, the more time he has to shore up his game. And he is a really talented uh, person. So he's going to be able to learn that shit uh, pretty quickly compared to the average heavyweight. You know, since he, cause uh, you know, and we've had this conversation on the show before about the fact that uh, NFL uh, and NBA caliber athletes, athletes are a total different breed than what you see in uh, MMA. Because, you know, even if you got these MMA athletes that are the same size as these NBA and NFL guys, um, in generally speaking, the NBA and NFL guys are way better athletes, you know, um, just because uh, those sports attract the, the highest level of talent. If you can, if you have the athletic ability to be in the NFL or the NBA, would you really go with like MMA instead? It's gonna it's gonna be pretty rare. I mean, occasionally you're gonna find someone with that type of talent who'd want just rather do MMA, despite the fact that it's not gonna pay nearly as much as the other ones, um, just because they like the sport better. But for the most part, given the choice, these people are would much rather like throw a football or try to dunk a ball uh, to get paid millions of dollars rather than you know get punched in the face for a couple hundred thousand. I'm with you on that one. Plus, they, yeah. you know, they don't have high school MMA. These guys grow up playing high school football or something. Mm-hmm. You know, then yeah, they go to yeah, college. Yeah. And, right, right. It know, shunts them, you know, it kind of tunnels them right into that career as well. So we see very few high-level uh, talented people in the heavier weight classes. In the lower weight classes, obviously, it's a completely different thing because they don't have the uh, athletic outlet that the bigger guys do. So that's why you see a lot more skill in the, in the lower weight classes because it's not siphoned off by other sports. It's a good point you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've talked about that on the show too it's not like it's a new one or anything like that um but anyways it look it looks like the main event's going to be starting a couple minutes so it's about time for us to get out of here um i want to thank the og army for showing up and listening to the show i can't do it without you guys uh, i want to thank sly and uh, wolf for calling in and keeping me company uh we're gonna be back tomorrow at six o'clock to do this shit all over again so i hope to see you guys then uh you got anything you want to talk about before we get out of here wolf I thought it was hilarious when you, this part of the show yesterday, 24 hours ago, when sister, she's like, I'm done. Oh, it's fun. He was so cool. <laughs> Whatever was going on there. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to hit the theme song thing because for some reason it didn't want to load. So I'm just like, oh, fuck it. We're done. <laughs> Anyways, work, you, you guys have a great night. I'll see you guys tomorrow at 6. Uh, you guys have a great Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Later for you. Team Oh, look at this puppy. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. I. Well. Check, yeah. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. OP is a faggot.